the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The death toll in the bomb today in Kabul, the explosion there in the Afghan uh, capital city, has left at least 95 dead, 158 wounded. Here's correspondent Raheem Fayez. The attacker used an ambulance to get through a checkpoint, telling the police he was taking a patient to a nearby hospital. Meanwhile, Islamic militants stormed an army camp in northern Mali today, killing at least 14 people. Correspondent Crystal Larson. It's been five years since the French-led military operation that ousted the jihadists from power in the Timbuktu region and other parts of northern Mali. However, the jihadists never completely went away and have merely been staging a series of attacks from the desert over the past few years. That is correspondent Crystal Larson reporting that the jihadi movement is growing right now in Mali. This is SRN News. Mark Levin defines a hellhole. Now, these liberal Democrats tell us over and over again, you can't return these people back to their country. You can't send them back to Mexico or Haiti or whatever. You can't send them back to Honduras, the crime, the poverty, the disease. How many times have we heard that, Mr. Producer? Over and over again. Isn't that the definition of a hellhole? Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after one here on The Patriot, stay tuned for a special broadcast of the Northern Alliance Radio Network live from Medicine Lake in Plymouth. And join us Tuesday for another special broadcast. AM 1280, The Patriot will be broadcasting President Trump's first State of the Union address. That's Tuesday night. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. And it's brought to you by Schaefer Performance Archery, your source for Matthews Hoyt and PSE Bows in Burnsville. A quick look at the forecast. Very nice out there. Mostly sunny skies and about 32 for our high. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back to Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of frozen, dingy, dismal institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Berg here with my uh, longtime Narn colleague, Brad Carlson. And if the Vikings are out of contention and it's cold out and the, the lake is frozen, that can only mean one thing. And it's not Super Bowl time yet. It can only mean one thing, and that is Brad and I are out here on Medicine Lake in Plymouth, Minnesota, for Holes for Heroes. Welcome back, Brad. Indeed, yes. Thanks, Mitch. Always great to be out here. Uh, great cause, uh, folks. Uh, ice fishing tournament to raise money for those family members who have loved ones serving in active duty military. And as always, we appreciate their service. Absolutely. And we appreciate the uh, the great work that uh, Fishing for Life does. Of course, this is a production of Fishing for Life. And they uh, yes. we'll be talking with 
uh, with them and about them later on in the broadcast today and next week because yes. this is an event so nice. They've decided to have it twice. We're going to be out on White Bear Lake next week on uh, Super Bowl Saturday uh, doing our, our program live from, from White Bear Lake uh, next week, which should be a whole new twist on things. And if there happen to be any uh, Eagles fans or Patriots fans listening to the broadcast, we challenge you to come on out and see uh, part of the tradition that is uh, of Minnesota lore. We know that you folks like to go to the Super Bowl in Arizona or Florida, where it normally is. But, That's uh, right. <laughs> and enjoy the golf courses, exquisite golf courses there. But, hey, come on out and see what Minnesota's all about about in uh, early February. That's right. That's right. You can. Uh, you, you, you don't even have to grease uh, anything to be sliding around on it, all you, all you Eagles fans out there who are, who are already coming to town here, I'm told. It's uh, Super Bowl is coming up here, and I don't know, Brad, I don't know where you were during the last time uh, the Super Bowl came to town. It was the 91 season, so yes. January of 1992. I was working at another radio station, the Kitty Pop radio station here in, in the okay. Twin Cities at the time, which at the time was corner a Kitty Corner from the Metrodome, which yes. during the World Series in 1991 was great because I barely, I didn't even need a seat. I was, I could hear it across the street from, from outside. I could hear the play-by-play sitting out on the stoop in front of the studio. Sure. Uh, but the Super Bowl was another whole thing. This was in 1992. Right. And I remember it was a little bit like, I mean, the Berlin Wall hadn't quite fallen yet. And it was a, just our little taste of what it was like crossing into East Germany back then. Yeah. And it's a, it's a reference if you're under the age of 45, you don't get it. You don't remember <laughs> East Germany. You don't remember East Berlin. You don't remember the wall, any of that stuff. It's all Greek to you. But if you're of a certain age, above 45, you remember that used to be getting into East Berlin was a little bit like trying to get into... Well, Minneapolis today. Mm, of course, yeah. Ted Carlson. Yeah, I, I do remember it well. In fact, it was my uh, it was my senior year of college. When I was in college, I squeezed five. I squeezed uh, four years of education into five years, so I was in my fifth year of college at that point. <laughs> and uh, I remember it well. It was. Uh, I, <laughs> They, it was so people so embraced it and had so much fun with this that the NFL Experience, which is an event that takes place at the Convention Center, and we'll be back at the Convention Center for this year's Super Bowl. They had all sorts of mementos there. Like, uh, in fact, one of the things I remember well is they took a molding of uh, former Viking running back Herschel Walker's thigh. It's like, here, put your leg inside this. This is how big Herschel Walker's thigh is. Like, I can fit my whole body in that thing, you know, Use things like that. Or you could, you had the opportunity to kick a 20-yard field goal, you know, see how hard it is. And Hers- all. Herschel Walker's thigh, is mold- the molding currently is being used as, a, as a, an apartment for a family of two in Hong Kong I, right I would I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. So all sorts of things like that. And, yeah, I, I, uh, I remember it well. And, now, with all the influx of uh, public transportation we've had over the 20-plus years, I, I can't imagine what a nightmare it is uh, uh, coming up this week. In fact, Mitch, uh, you uh, currently work in downtown Minneapolis, or not for the next week, anyways. You know, uh, <laughs> it's been interesting. I work for a, a large institutional uh, operation in downtown Minneapolis that has been saying for years, apparently, ever since the Super Bowl plans could be up, it's going to be business as usual all week. Well, uh, when I started the job, I said, yeah, plan on working at home all Super Bowl week, Monday through Friday. So, okay, no problem. And as of uh, Thursday night, the afternoon, they all said, yeah, just all of you work at home Friday through the Monday after the game because there's going to be no point to trying to get done, right. especially if you're like me because I, I ride the train. And you're saying, Mitch, oh, wait, you've always spoken out against mass transit or at least rail transit in the Twin Cities. Yes, I have, but I paid for it. Indeed. So Thank right. you. That's right. It's, uh, uh, it's the best way to get downtown until... The NFL uh, commandeers the entire rail line for the use of Super Bowl fans. Thank you for nothing, Met Council, for turning your entire operation over to the to an unelected uh, cartel, basically. 
Who next? The mafia? Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> what a time to be alive. Well, you know, of course, we mentioned the Super Bowl that took place here 26 years ago. Of course, mm-hmm. we at uh, Salem Media Group Twin Cities that kind of conjures up special memories because our uh, very own uh, the late great Paul Ridgeway was actually instrumental in uh, oh. helping uh, woo the Super Bowl here back then. And I think what was the legend, Gary? He ran. He didn't he ride a dog sled up to like the promotional event or something like that to say, hey, this is how we're going to do it here. So uh, uh, great. Uh, uh, Paul was a true embodiment, I think, of the uh, of P.T. Barnum, as it were. That's so, right. uh, yeah. So always uh, that brings back a lot of special memories. The Super Bowl being here and then uh, coming back, and uh, you know, I'm disappointed my Vikings aren't going to be have an opportunity to play at home. But the one silver lining I have is as soon as the Super Bowl it was going to it was announced about three four years ago that the Super Bowl 52 was going to be here at U.S. Bank Stadium. Right away, the uh, obnoxious Cretans that are Packer fans like, oh, it's going to be so great to raise the Lombardi Trophy, the Packers raise the Lombardi Trophy in midfield in the U.S. Bank. <laughs> that is not going to happen, so I can take tremendous solace in that, Mitch Berg. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I mean, normally, in, in any given season, uh, once the Bears are mathematically eliminated, I just start counting down days till pitchers and catchers report for spring training. <laughs> right. And that, that date occurred in September this year. I mean, <laughs> it may have actually occurred uh, when they were at, at, at the summer training, for all I know. It was just a terrible year for America's team. But um, America's real team. Okay. But, um, but, but th- this year I had the dual... It was actually difficult. I mean, in fact, this last week's game, uh, of which we shall speak very little more, the Eagle-Viking game was kind of a tough one for me. Because on the one hand, I mean, I'm a, I've been a Bears fan forever to the extent that I care at all. But uh, on the other hand, it'd be nice to have the local team go downtown, actually actually get to a Super sure. Bowl and, and do it. It'd be kind of fun. For those of you who don't remember how much fun it was to be in the Twin Cities during the Super Bowl, uh, during the World Series, mm-hmm. 87 and 91, it's, it's a apparently once-in-a-lifetime experience unless you were here twice. Um, right. It may not happen again in any of our lifetimes at this rate unless you count the links. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. Oh, we're on shade at the links. We'll man. come back to we'll come back to man. that in a minute here because God love the links, but I just well we'll come back to that in a minute here. Right, but, right. but um on the other hand, the Eagles, where, where while their their fans are probably among the most revolting human beings on earth, they once booed Santa Claus. They once booed yes, Santa Claus. So. They once booed Sister Teresa. I'm told. Wow. Uh, they once booed a train full of orphans that was on a on a on a, uh, on a, on a uh, what, what do you call what kids are terminally ill kids kids get one wish make a wish kids yeah, yeah they booed make a wish kids uh, from Boston. I made that up maybe maybe yeah. <laughs> just true as far as you know yeah anyway uh, so, so on the other hand Carson. And Wentz has been their quarterback. Yes, all season had a landmark year. Almost took him out. And of course, got as soon as I declared my switching of temporary allegiance, he got hurt that very week. So I don't know. Well, the, and here's the thing: you can you can make a case that the Vikings were responsible for elevating the Eagles to where they got this year with Carson Wentz because. In the summer of 2016, the Vikings' original starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, dislocated his knee right. out for the season. The Vikings needed a quarterback. Right. Well, they traded for the Eagles' starting quarterback, which is Sam Bradford. Oh. And it's like, okay, well, we'll just elevate Carson Wentz's development a little earlier. Well, he got a chance to get his feet wet in 2016. And guess what? Coming into 2017, he had that experience under his belt, yep. and he was having an MVP caliber season yep. until he went down with a knee injury. But oh. the Eagles have soldiered on, uh, nevertheless. So you could make an argument. That the Vikings sort of kind of expedited the uh, the development of uh, Carson Wentz and the uh, uh, I guess the uh, uh, 
contention of the Eagles uh, for correction, the Super Bowl. Correction, Brad. You could make that argument because your knowledge of the sports trivia involved is Ph.D. level, whereas I... I'm trying to console myself any way I can, Mitch Berg. Yeah, you know, give me a break. No, that's, no, that's perfectly fine. No, I, it's, it's giving you a Trying kudo. to justify it any way I can. Kind of giving you a kudo here, Brad. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, no even defensive here. No, seriously, though. Uh, so, but but you know, with the Vikings out of it, and of course, at least we had the Saints game. After all the years of futility and, and one and outs and the Denny Green years where they never made it past the first round, I don't think, as I recall. Yeah, uh, the first four times they went to the playoffs under Denny Green, they were one and done. That's right. And his first playoff game was actually luck because they recovered a uh, fumbled kickoff and it allowed them to kick the game-winning field goal. Otherwise, it would have been five straight losses. Denny would have been fired. Well, that's true. That's so, true. Uh, you know, never know where it would have went, would have went after that. So it's after been... all those years of one and duns and, and heartbreakers, at least we had the the throw in the Saints game, which I haven't talked about on the show a whole lot because that's, yeah. that's your turf. The you... Minneapolis miracle they're calling it. Well, it's funny because, you know, we're getting ripped the by. They. Yeah. Well, that's what. Paul Allen called well, it that because well, he wants to have. But it caught on. My... Yeah, of course. Okay. It caught I'm on. Sure it did. There were T-shirts manufacturing saying Minneapolis miracle, hashtag Minneapolis miracle in this day and age of social media. But people say, people look at you and say, what, Miracle. You won one playoff game. I'm like, I'm a Vikings fan. That miracle, miracle. winning miracle. one playoff game. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard Paul <laughs> Allen from the the sports station make that call, and I thought he is just trying. So he, he christened it that, like when when uh, the, the receiver made it into the end zone. Well, to be fair, he said he said it just before the play. He says, "Boy, we're going to need a miracle here in Minneapolis." <sighs> yeah, that's and true. Then, that's and true. Then, of course, it just he went with it. The Minneapolis. But miracle. you know, but you you do you you could probably do sports radio, Brett. So you know as well as I Darn do. Tootin'. Every yeah. every sportscaster in the world wants to have an Al Michaels moment, of course, right? Yep, yep. Do you believe in miracles? Everyone wants to be, who does play-by-play wants to have an immortal moment like that. Like, like, like that. that's probably the biggest one. It's like if you, if you listen to no other sports radio, and let's be honest, I do not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jack, well of course, Jack Buck when the Twins won game six of the 91 World Series. We will see you that's tomorrow right. night. That's, that, one is, that one is immortal here in the Twin yes. Cities, absolutely. And it's great. And that's the thing about Jack Buck is he just said, whatever came to his mind for better or worse and uh, that one turned out to be a, a very good call i i worked for jack buck for one day really oh yeah back in one of the, the jobs i did not I, know this this is this is a bit of trivia here for you i worked do you recall the old snl bet the, the bears bet for of the, course okay well yeah, that, that yeah. was based on a real sports talk show in chicago yes i had a job for one season it's pronounced chicago chicago that's right and my job was to be a stringer for that show there <laughs> and so what i would do is i would go in for every time the vikings had a home game before the bears uh-huh I would go in, and I would do a report at halftime, sitting up at the press box, which is glorious. Uh, I can see why these people stay in the in the sports casting game for generations at oh, a time because sure, sure. they, they treat you like a rock star, even me. Uh, and and uh, so I sent a report at halftime, sent a report at the end of the game, and got paid thirty five bucks, which for me back that was a lot of money. Uh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. one one of the games I got called to do uh, along with that was uh, carry. Basically, I got twenty five bucks to carry Jack Buck's take recorder for wow. him when he went down to do his. Because he he was so big, he had people. Yes, he. Oh yeah, <laughs> independent contractors to carry his tape recorder for him. And I I got that duty one day. And I will say, unlike sir, unlike certain sportscasters in town, he was a gracious, uh, interesting, fun. Uh, 
temporary employer and really genuinely a nice human being, uh, along with one of the great sportscasters in the in the history of the game. So yeah. proud to say I do I, I knew that. So uh, anyway, uh, we're at Holes for Heroes. Brad Carlson of the Closer and I live, uh, and we are brought to you by uh, Busnelling Plumbing and Heating uh, today. Uh, we may be talking with uh, proprietor Phil Crinky at some point today. He's, sure, uh, yeah. you throw a microphone out there around him, he will be found. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we love indeed, him, and we love him for oh, it. He's one of our favorite of interviews, so we'll hopefully have him on here soon. So let's take a break. We're live on Medicine Lake in Plymouth at Holes for Heroes, of which much more to come. Brad Carlson, Mitch Berg, Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. As the Republican-led Congress plans the 2018 legislative agenda, health care needs to continue to be a top priority. Health premiums are soaring, and millions of people have little or no choice of health insurers. Millions of people who once could afford coverage no longer can, and many find that their health insurance premiums cost more than their mortgage or payments. In a new Associated Press NORC poll, half of Americans said that health care is their primary concern for 2018, topping taxes, immigration, education, and the environment by more than 15%. Obamacare has failed miserably in fulfilling the last administration's promise to cut health costs. The typical American worker now must devote roughly twice as many work hours to cover health costs as to pay for food. Individuals need to be empowered with greater flexibility and choice, and states are better equipped than Washington to oversee their health insurance markets. This requires legislative action from Congress for these new and better choices. I'm Lon He Chen.
Hey, welcome back, AM twelve eighty Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. No, you're not in a time warp. It is still Saturday, and this is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The headliner, Mitch Berg, he's here too. Yo, and uh, hey, I want to remind you, folks, uh, this Tuesday is the first ever State of the Union address being given by President Trump and a fortuitous concatenation of events. We're carrying it here right on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, we'll be broadcasting President Trump's first State of the Union address. Again, it's this Tuesday night, January 30th. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. and is brought to you by Schaefer Performance Archery, your source for Matthews, Hoyt, and PSE bows in Burnsville. Uh, definitely looking forward to what uh, President Trump has to say. And uh, it's uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, I don't want to say hoopla, but maybe some controversy surrounding the uh, uh, State of the Union address wait, by who wait, has indicated who is not showing up. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hoopla and controversy yeah. about a Donald Trump speech. Who would have guessed? Shut right? my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that will be, again, taking place uh, this uh, Tuesday, uh, the 30th. Uh, well, um, you know, there's already some the uh, polls are definitely uh, showing more favor- favorable uh, approval. Yeah. For the tax for the tax plan. So that's something that he's obviously going to highly tout. I mean, on his Twitter feed pretty much every day, he, he touts new records in the in the stock market. Oh, yeah. you, you can you can certainly uh, make a case. And I'm sure the uh, uh, the uh, State of the Union response by the uh, the handpicked Democrat will make the case that, uh, you know, it may not be uh, quite everything that he has done. But, hey. This is uh, this is why they call it Spin Alley down there in Fort Mitchburg. And by the way, who's going to give the response? A, a a young man who is an up and comer in Congress by the last name of Kennedy, because nothing is more fresh in <laughs> politics than someone who's a Kennedy, right? Yeah. No. Uh, I forget his first name, but uh, yes, it's one doesn't of those. matter. Yeah, <laughs> they're all the same. Joe Kennedy. Yeah, Joe Kennedy. You. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, we're 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 fresh out of bushes in politics, but the Democrats can keep on cranking out the Kennedys. Well, we still got we still got another Clinton. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, they talk, there's talk there's talk about Chelsea running for Congress. Oh, leave her alone. She has no stomach for this. You can tell by the way she tries to convey things on Twitter. She has no desire to be in politics. Quit trying to prop her up. Quit <laughs> trying to make Chelsea Clinton happen, please. That's right. That's right. Uh, speaking of politics, the, the Minnesota... We do that here. We do that a fair amount. You're yeah. right. We've, we've been known to uh, to go to revert back to it here. Minnesota governor's race. It's been an interesting couple weeks. Of course, uh, two weeks ago, I interviewed uh, Dave Osmeck. Full disclosure, I was on his campaign for a stretch there, at least uh, representing it in the Ramsey County area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perhaps not the hot spot for the Osmec machine, and, and, and it showed. And <laughs> Dave bowed out, although he's uh, making no, uh, make, make, he's certainly leaving his options open for four years for now. Sure, sure. But uh, as, as a lot of Republicans are. But uh, now, this past week, and this is, this is kind of a, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I want to say it was kind of a surprise to me. Matt was, Dean, yeah. who had some serious, some fairly serious mojo going, I think. He uh, did. Uh, going, has, has backed out of the race and uh, thrown his support to uh, Jeff Johnson. Uh, you, you, you followed that at all, Brad? Carlson. I did, yeah. I, I, I think it was uh, Wednesday, I think it was the official press conference, and on Tuesday evening I was browsing Twitter and saw a notification that both Jeff Johnson and Matt Dean would be holding a joint press conference in the morning, and my early speculation was, well, perhaps one is going to drop out and kind of coalesce support behind the other, and the one that drops out will run for the other state, one of the other statewide offices, because I don't believe we have a Secretary of State candidate as yet. I think I Pam Myra is running for auditor. That's right. So I'm thinking, okay, well, there's plenty of statewide races uh, to be had. Well, it turns out Matt Dean, uh, dis- despite, like you say, his early success winning multiple straw polls among the delegates, uh, decided to back out. Didn't give a definitive reason. Now, he did mention resources, which kind of told me he didn't feel he could raise the adequate amount of money, simply because 
let's face it. In, in this early the campaign, getting the grassroots and the delegates is nice, but you need to appeal to a broader electorate. And as far as name recognition, Jeff Johnson, Keith Downey probably have, for better or worse, have better name recognition as a result. And, and recognition, of course, recognition among different crowds of people. I mean, sure. I mean, Matt Dean, of course, was handicapped by the fact that he's a Republican from the fourth CD, which, ah, of course, is, yes. is, is like being a... a, a, a a violinist among Eagles fans. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. That's good. Yeah. That's right. That's right. There's just not, not a lot of traction there outside of the fourth CD if you're a Republican in the fourth CD. I mean, you're, you're a rare creature indeed to be an elected Republican in the fourth anywhere. Uh, of course, he's the far suburban fourth CD. But, right, uh, right. But on the other hand, uh, yeah, uh, Jeff Johnson has the publicity of having run for governor once, and uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. And, of course, Keith Downey, I, him I want to – because he's got, obviously, huge, as in 100-plus percent name recognition uh, among Republican delegates, having been the, right. the longtime chairman of the party for, like, six years. Right, Four to right. six years, yeah. So I, that's, that's going to be the interesting battle, the, uh, the, the, the battle between Republican delegates who are thinking, oh, we gave Jeff Johnson a shot once – and uh, and on the other hand, the the strong feelings that Keith Downey engendered among among, among the, the Hardy base, right? Uh, Keith Downey people either love him or they don't, right? Right. <laughs> and it's it's a it's going to be an interesting convention. I have a hunch it comes down to the two of them. Well, and I think this this particular coalition between the uh, Johnson and Dean is is well timed in that I mean, pretty much from the beginning, Matt Dean and Keith Johnson or Keith Downey. Uh, have butted heads over uh, the min- the Mincher issue right. and uh, how uh, you know Keith Downey has his own uh, uh, interpretation of how Matt Dean handled the situation when he was majority leader in the Minnesota House. So they were butting heads early on, and then this past week or so, apparently there was a story that came out. There was a female staffer on Keith Downey's campaign who put together a fake Facebook page oh. and used it specifically to troll Jeff Johnson. Oh, and it basically boy. ended with calling Jeff Johnson a pedophile. Ooh. Disgusting stuff. Yeah. And wow. uh, as of right now, I haven't seen any news stories. But as of a couple of days ago, that staffer is still on the Downey campaign. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, like I say, the, this coalition is, is pretty well-timed because, obviously, uh, there's some some supporters within the Downey camp that are not very fond of Jeff Johnson. And, and you know, they certainly you could hit Jeff Johnson for the fact, look, he's had his opportunity. He ran as a statewide candidate in 06 as attorney general. And as you alluded to, Mitch, in 2014 as governor. Right. Time to give someone an opportunity who could maybe make some hay because Jeff Johnson, he's had his opportunity. And that's, all, that, that's a fair criticism. But to take it to just a disgusting, personal, and baseless attack, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how, how that how that. Im- that employee is still within the Downey campaign. You know, I think if she still is, I get they yeah. could be. They could have made a move since then. I don't they, know. They may not be to making be their HR records public. Uh, although it would probably be in their best interest to start. I would think uh, yeah. with that kind of a claim. Now, now this, I, I have to wonder how much of this is just the. the I mean, short of having Ken Martin as his campaign manager, the one thing I can think of is. The success of Donald Trump has emboldened people yes. to say and do things that they would never thinking of think of saying and doing two years ago. Correct. I'm wondering if that isn't a factor here, Brad Carlson. If it's just the idea that people going going low, going crude, going for the lowest common denominator, and going for the the, the big uh, what 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 story uh, worked so well for Donald Trump, everyone's going to be trying it here. Yeah, and that's the thing is is, is I think a lot of uh, of uh, Republican voters just grew weary of candidates like a, like a George W. Bush or a Mitt Romney who would be shamed into apologizing for what was just an honest 
verbal gaffe inarticulately conveyed, and yet they, the motives by uh, leftists were impugned, and they would basically shame these candidates into apologizing for what they said. And what they appealed to, the way Trump appealed to them is like, ah, oh, I said it, and I'm going to double down on it. This, right. is, this is the way it is. And again, that's not that, that's not my uh, cup of tea personally, but no. to each their own, I guess. It's so. always annoyed the bejeebers out of me, but boy, boy, we all like you and I, we all got that last election wrong. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. So will it work that way for Keith? You know, Keith Downey is not a Donald Trump-like character, so it seems a little out of character. I'll just say I don't know who his people are, and and yeah, and this idea that he's the outsider candidate is is utterly laughable. <laughs> because he served at what two terms in the house two terms, yeah. and then was the state party chair for four years i mean you know say say what you want about keith downey's policy stances but this idea that you're going to paint him as an outsider come on that's that just that just reeks desperation yeah, well it reeks it reeks hopeful uh, optimistic marketing i mean you're, it reeks it reeks a marketing strategy that smacks i mean not, not, no disrespect against keith, keith downey or well, maybe a little bit his campaign. The idea that the Democrats, I think, have pioneered in this state, and I say this with absolute intent, that the Democrats' messaging strategy is we'll say anything, anything we want because our audience just isn't that smart. And they do this on issue after issue after issue. And I and I shudder to think that there are probably Republican can, uh, campaign consultants out there who are thinking, we can learn something from this. Mm-hmm. We can say two plus two is five. And a fair chunk of, of of the audience isn't going to check us on this. Now, if you're a Democrat, and I say this with absolute deliberate intent, uh, you can get away with that because most of their audience won't. I mean, you you tell them uh, that the sky is blue, they will they will they will say the sky, the sky is purple. Rather, they, they will believe it. Sure, sure. Now, we'd hope that the Republican audience, we'd hope that the audience of this station is smarter than that, and largely speaking, they are. And and by the way, we'll see how this flies at caucus. And convention time, uh, if, if, if this is, in fact, Keith Downey's uh, strategy, um, the, the thing I'm interested in, I've mentioned this before, is in 2010, the Republicans nominated a fire breather, a, uh, a, 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 someone who, if not a Donald Trump, at least was someone who, who had absolutely no compunctions about saying what he felt right, right. and got, got caricatured as the angry guy right. because of it. Right. Four year, Tom Emmer. Four years later, we... we Go out there with the guy who's too nice. I feel a little bit about like the the parable of the three bears. Which candidate is just right for the Republican Party? Not too naughty, not too nice. Someone who's right down the middle. Who, pray, who could that be? <laughs> the Lions, AM twelve A, the Patriot, Brad Carlson, and I. Special guests upcoming here. We'll talk about them. We come back. Go nowhere. Hey, freedom, baby, won't you hold me tight? I'm loading up and rolling out of here tonight. One of these days I'm going to settle down and take you back with me to the guitar. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big, bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is smaller than a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. 
So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Experience the life-changing freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. To receive your risk-free 10-night trial, call now, 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cups from Lucky's Station. If you, you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt, are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. Yeah, your 20-year-old furnace made it through the deep freeze, but there are still two more months of winter, and your old furnace could conk out at any time. But don't worry, now is the best time to replace that old gas guzzler with a new 98% efficient Lennox. Replace your old furnace now and save $1,000. Contact Snelling Heating today online at SnellingCompany.com. Snelling Heating and Cooling, keeping you comfortable both day and night. Welcome back to the City Man World. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The song says, like people do, history never repeats, but in this case, it will, because we are live at uh, Holes for Heroes on Medicine Lake in Plymouth, Minnesota, just north of 394 on 169. You just go up to the Medicine Lake uh, exit, whip a right, whip a U. come on down to the east side of the lake and uh, come on out here. Join us. Uh, it's a great event here, as always. Now, when I say history never repeats, it will repeat because we're going to be doing this again next week. It's the event so nice. They held it twice this year. I like and, it. And with us, the the person who is uh, is is... is Booking our itinerary for the next couple of weeks, as always, uh, Tom Goodrich, Wolves yeah. for Heroes uh, from Fishing for Life. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks. It's good to be back. Every year we get the visit, and here we are. That's right. It's uh, it's become a tradition. I think it's my eighth time out here. And, yeah, that's uh, all right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's talk a little bit about next week. We're going to be joining you out at White Bear Lake next yes. week. Uh, Holes for Heroes East. What what brought on the uh, the expansion franchise here? Well, anyway, uh, we started it last year. You guys didn't come out, but that's cool. We talked wow. into the we're being shamed but here. What, what, what started it is, so we gave it a try last year, and we had such a huge uh, 
uh, welcoming. The white bear community is a little different, and I've discovered. Though when the community does something, it's the whole community. Medicine Lake is a little harder. Where are we? Plymouth? Are we Maple Plymouth, Grove? Are Golden we Golden Valley? Valley? Yeah. But when you're in White Bear Lake, you're in White Bear Lake, and that's yeah. what we got going up there. So last year, very successful. We had 700 people out there, and it was like, oh. wow. And I got to tell you. Uh, we've had planning meetings every week, the entire community. Remember they brought the governor's fishing opener to a metro wake uh, about six years ago? That's never been happened. They they didn't want it because everybody outstate thinks the reason the governor's fishing opener happens is to bring tourism there, and so it was never done on an interior lake, and it was for the first time. It just shows you White Bear Lake can get stuff done, and they're rallying behind it. So because of that, we said yes, they said yes, and it's been a fun. You'll find it quite interesting, and it looks a lot like this one. You'll see. Uh, sort, of, yeah. sort of home turf for me. My uh, my son and, and his family live out there. So Perfect. Sure they'll, oh. they'll be joining us as well. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Brad. Yeah, so uh, Tom, uh, just kind of give a, convey a, a friendly reminder to our listeners uh, what this is all about. It's for a great cause, obviously. Sure. Fishing for Life has expanded uh, significantly, and that's great. We've just continued to do pretty cool programming, dynamic. We expanded one program that has grown. We started it last year called Next Gen. Okay. Um, and that was designed. We, we interfaced with lots of kids, right? right? And and it was always a one-shot deal, or we they, the most we got out of them was a week at camp, which we loved to engage further and deeper. But we had so many solid men and so many kids that we were seeing once a year that were single-parent or military kids who lost dad due to the war mm. that we decided to start this next-gen program. So it's a mentorship program where we vet our men, we train them CPR, boater safety, first aid, and are they safe spiritually, emotionally, physically? And if we determine they are and they've been hanging around a while, we ask them to be an actual mentor. Oh. Their job is to mentor these kids to 10 to 15 outdoor programs every year. So now instead of a uh, once a year they see a kid, they might see the same kid the second year. Now they're charged with entering into mentorship. And that's a loaded word. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It is. It's, it's fraught with... Uh, what I love, danger, risk, but huge success potential. Absolutely. So you're, you're getting to the point, you've had some of these kids in your program now, even if it is a week at a time, as, yep. as you've worked in the for quite some time now. I mean, oh, yeah. have, but, uh, tell us a little about some of the, the relationships you've built sure. with some of these kids that you've been working with for uh, eight, yeah. ten years now. I mean, we've wow. got We've got uh, one of our kids that is now a really significant uh, um well, business owner in the metro that I'm really proud of, and he has just kind of uh, started way back with us. And it was just exciting to have him now, and he's still hanging around, and he's pouring into our ministry. We've got kids that are, we call them junior guides. So when you get to 16, 17, if you've been with us at our camps, they can begin to guide a boat with an adult in it. And we call them junior guides, so we graduate them. And now we've got a couple kids that have went on to, canoe survival camp or camping or working in the ministry here or there that still hang out with us and become guides. So lots of stories. Obviously, Tom, one of the uh, programs you have, uh, Fishing for Life, and again, check out their website, fishingforlife.org, is uh, I'm assuming you still do this. You accept uh, folks who maybe have some old fishing equipment that they'd uh, possibly like to yep. donate. Is that still available? That's a monster program, and it's grown to the point where we get calls every week, well, 
my husband died. What do I do with this stuff? Because there's a lot of stuff. Sure. But also calls from, hey, I'm taking my uh, Cub Scout group, and we're in North Carolina, and we're going trout fishing. Do you got fly gear? Yes. So we, we write them down, and in the April, we rebuild all this stuff that we collect year-round, and we earmark certain things like fly fishing gear for certain groups and musky gear, and then we blow it out. So it's a good program. Yeah, it sounds like it. So when you talk about your junior guides, I'm thinking, what's what's the name of the guy from Jaws that, that ran the boat? I'm just seeing some of these kids. Ah, I'm gonna need a Here's my boat. story. <laughs> scars over right. here. <laughs> Not quite to that level yeah. here. So so this is you keep on expanding every year. I think how can they possibly get bigger? And yet it, bigger you keep getting. Uh, what's what's uh, coming up in, in, on the agenda for this next year well, here? Interesting, because I think we are in a little area uh, of a growing transitional pain, so we have our first leadership summit. Oh. Well, and that's cool. It's for the staff and the board, but we're really trying to define, hey, if you think you want to expand nationally, then how do we do it? But let's find out. And there I'm trusting my board and these experts to measure us, and, and we're beginning to measure how we do ministry, what's important. Interesting stuff that I'm not accustomed to, but... It's a transition. I suppose small businesses go through. We're kind of going through that. So I don't know where we're going, and I'm very open to be led by the Lord in that department. Sure. Now, we, uh, I think we talked to a young lady here uh, maybe the last year, year before, uh, Fishing for Life, expanding into an opportunity for, uh, for gals who like to go yeah. fishing. Do you still have that available? So that's now in our second year, and we did our first all-gals event on Prior Lake. Really successful. Nice. Um, we had 50 to 60 gals that participated. So it's aunts, grandmas, nieces, girls, daughters. But we couldn't find 100% boat guides that were all girls. So we had to mix in some guys. However, they guided the girls, and it was a lot of fun. And then we did our first, not our first, a camp that was co-ed so we allowed some gals to go that meant we had to have girl counselors girl fishing guides what well, we figured it out Naturally. so that program is absolutely on board for next year and we're we're continuing it working it's working out fantastic so what you're saying when if the, if the idea of going nationwide is being seriously discussed and something that that the board and the leadership summit is considering that means one of these winters, we could be doing yeah. one of these broadcasts from, say, Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that'd be interesting. But it is funny, and what's driving that? It's true. I get, I've got a list of about seventeen guys who called me from different states, saying, "I know what you're doing. I've been watching it. Can I start one here?" And I don't know how to say yes to that yet. That's what we're trying right. to figure out. So we're getting guys come to us. Doesn't mean we're gonna launch, but we could. Where do you see it going? I mean, this. I mean. First of all, did you see it getting to the point it's at now when you first started? When, when did Holds for Heroes and Fishing for Life start again? So Fishing for Life is 14 years old. 14 years. And uh, Holds for Heroes, we're in our eighth year. So about halfway, we started military programming, and then Holds for Heroes as a start. Um, where, and are you asking me where I see it going? Or no. Did you see it getting oh. to this point when you started 14 no, years ago? And, uh, no, I didn't. And that was part of the uh, – I had something else in mind when I first started it, and that's the irony. I almost think – there was a bait and switch by the Lord, and I'm okay. That's kind of my discovery how he rolls. Yeah. And that sometimes <laughs> we go reluctantly into a position that I didn't really want. I wanted the sexy thing over here. But you know what? The Lord led me over here, and here I am. I'm being obedient. So I would say I did not expect it to be like this. I had something else in mind. Wow. We make we make plans. Uh, this uh, this particular endeavor, now that you have uh, the big event coming up next weekend at uh, at White Bear Lake, do you feel like maybe 
takes away a little bit from what's going on here in Plymouth. And there's still a decent crowd here, yeah. but do you feel like it kind of takes away from it a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question because I do have to evaluate how much exercise I can get out of my, my volunteers. I mean, hey, we were here all day yesterday. You don't know. We had five sleeper houses that guys were staying in. They woke up at 7 a.m. I'm wearing them down, and wow. I have to count for that. And guess what? Yesterday was 45 degrees. Next week, I'm hearing two degrees. Uh-oh. That's Oof. a different animal altogether. <laughs> but get those sorrel we'll fish, get it yeah. done, oh, yeah. and that might be part of a, what about <laughs> doing two holes for heroes? I cannot burn my guys out, and i got to be cognizant of the Greg Scotts who do such wonderful work. And now I'm asking the second week of them, you know, setting up all our video. That's something I got to. We're going to get through next week, and we'll talk about that. Sure. How hard was it on us? Absolutely. So, so uh, what's uh, so what's been going on here today? What uh, we've got? We've got any notable events going on here at, uh, at Medicine Lake today uh, so far? Uh, a noticeable fish caught? You mean? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Major well, we fish the, happening here? Yeah, I don't know. They've been a couple. We've got okay. the Hole of Honor, the minnow races. we got the fun activities, the yeah. Aqua View Zone over there. Just the normal stuff. If you've been out here, we've got six, seven cool things, lots of great ways to win prizes and catch fish. All right, excellent. So, uh, so what? Uh, what was? What was the? We, when do we? Uh, when do we find out about the winning fish here? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Yeah, a little okay. before. We'll gather around. We'll have a prize. We'll blow it out, and we we crack down this tents right after that. Now you had one good idea that I'm going to have to set our uh, sales maven here, Gary Borgendale, on at some point here today. He said, "Why are we not doing this with a hole stuck between right. us here at the broadcast?" Too. I thought, no, if we could that sell- wasn't the good idea. It was the polar plunge. Why aren't you doing the oh. polar plunge? <laughs> See, I'm from, I'm from North Dakota, so you. Think think that scares me, but you don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, this is the kind of weather where we advise buttoning up jackets and curtailing skinny dipping. So this is no problem back home. But having an ice, you know, having a hole where we go get fishing a little bit, maybe we could get one of those uh, tip-ups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You I do said, no work. You just, the flag goes up and you say, oh, somebody get that for me. You see, I, and I, 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 that, I've been told that that's the way to do it because usually I just go after it with the 12-gauge. Right. And I, I, it doesn't get me much luck here, but we'll have to, have to look anyway. Tom, go Rich, uh, great to have you out here again, as always. Uh, our eighth time at Holes for Heroes year. Yeah, I do 14th, uh, 14th year of going at this year. I'm looking forward to, first of all, next week out at White Bear. Because, yeah. I'm, I'm, as you said, it's a whole, being out on the ice in White Bear is a whole different thing than it yeah. is out here in, in Plymouth or St. Yeah. Louis Park or wherever we're at. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming by, uh, as always, and, and talking with us about the event here. And we're we'll, uh, looking forward to doing this next week and, uh, yeah. and next year. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. I know it's worked, and I really do. You're blessing <laughs> us, so thank you. Hey, you're blessing us. This is us. the fun stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Tom. I mean, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off it for yeah, that. Yeah. And then you're out here on the ice enjoying winter, you know, the greatest season here in Minnesota with uh, with a few hundred of our favorite people. Thanks for stopping by. Brad Carlson, Mitch Berg, live at Medicine Lake uh, in Plymouth or Golden Valley or, or Minnetonka. Or Plymouth. You're the west, anything, you west of, anything west of Lindo might as well be South Dakota to me. <laughs> so, my name is Mitch Brad Carlson uh, here on the Northern Alliance uh, Headliner Edition. When we come back, we're going to have Miss Minnesota joining us, I believe. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. 
Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Don't wait. Call now. 800-210-6779. 800-210-6779. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Forever My Girl is a modern-day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind. Why'd you leave my mama? I was young. I got lost. But you found your way back now, right? Find your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry, and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing by using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy. We focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income so you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy. Radio! AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. I got your back, Mitch. Mitch apparently thought of a joke. That was... <laughs> you know, every, everything that happens out here at Holes for Heroes reminds me of some joke sometimes. I mean that in the best possible oh, way. Oh, of course, of course. So, so. Doing, doing radio on, on the Arctic ice flow is just, it's one of those things that they warned me about when I was starting out in radio when I was 15 in North Dakota. And, and here it has all come true. And in a very good way. I mean, I, this is one of the things I look forward to every year on the broadcast. And, uh, and, and up with us next, well, you're going to introduce her, someone who, who may actually have as much experience broadcasting from ice flows as any of us. I had no hesitancy <laughs> inviting out our, our current reigning Miss Minnesota, Brianna Drevlo. Hey, she Brad. is Thief River Falls native. Yes, I am from so, Thief River Falls. Uh, she's got a light jacket on. It's unbuttoned. This is, this is nothing for her. Exactly. So I was going to go. say the ice is just as thick up north as it is here today, but it's sure beautiful to be out here today. I like hey. it. Yeah, Brianna was uh, crowned Miss Minnesota this uh, past June, and here's a fun fact. I actually knew she was Miss Minnesota before she did. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew it because, uh, of course, I'm the MC of the festivities, so I get to I get to uh, oh. call the name of the uh, Miss Minnesota winner. And this year it was uh, Brianna for so 2017. Excited. It was a good thing it wasn't a Steve Harvey moment. It I'm was just... not. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been paranoid. I, honest to God, in 2015 was my first year of, of MC. This was before the Steve Harvey incident happened. I was always paranoid about that. So I have made hey, double you, dog sure. You that did great. I you appreciate great. that. Well, Brianna, welcome to the broadcast. Thank good you, to have you back. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. It's nice to be bundled up and watching everybody, you know, fishing for life. But it's amazing the support that we're showing our military vets yes. today. This is awesome. I'm so proud of everybody out here today. Absolutely. This is always always a lot of fun to see. A Absolutely. lot of fun to see people turning out for this sort of thing. So let's talk a little about you from Thief River Falls. I am from Thief River Falls, Abso- yes. Absolutely. And I, I go way back there, of course. My grandmother's from Thief River Falls originally. Really? Absolutely. Cool. And, uh, yeah, and, and uh, I used to drive up there. I, I'm told we have a connection up there. I used to drive up there for uh, when I was consulting at a place called DigiKey, which is sort of, Thief River Falls is kind of a company town. It is. In fact, my dad works for trade compliance there. So he works with all those D1 Uh, countries and makes sure that, you know, parts that don't need to be going there to protect our country. Top secret secret black operation stuff. Exactly, exactly. That's exciting stuff up there. I used to love going up to Thief River Falls. And and this is going to sound like a snooty big city person comment, but it's not because I grew up in North Dakota. Right. And I used to love going up there for the week I would spend up there every month because it's like the only thing there was to do was to sleep, work, eat, watch curling, and do karaoke at the Elks on Wednesday night. Yes, 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 yes. My grandpa's an Elk. He would always take me to the Elks every week. You, if you if you really want, you know, I'm a pianist initially. That was my talent at Miss, at Miss Minnesota and Miss America. Oh, we but will talk about that. I will be, you know, if you put me in a karaoke machine, I can sing Jolene by Dolly Parton like nobody's business. Oh, really? I'm you. See, Brad Carlson and I, you've probably seen Brad at karaoke before. No, I haven't. You have not? No. Oh, Brad, Brad and I between us are the hip-hop twins. He's got all sorts of early oh. 90s hip-hop. So and we got like Tupac and Biggie going on? Or we got we, the, we, he's East right. Coast, I'm West Beastie Coast. Boys. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm more Vanilla Ice and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. That was my specialty. Uh, and I'm more yeah. House of Pain, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like House of Pain is in like House of Pain, like it's so Jump good. Around. Or Jump House around. Or like Jump how- around. Right. Jump up. Yeah, that's the one right, right there. Right, that's right. right. <laughs> we'll talk about music in a moment here. But you, <laughs> Brianna, she has a bevy of fun facts. Here's another fun fact okay. about Brianna. The sure. oldest of 11 children. Oh, really? 11 children. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum. Yeah. Oddly enough, yes. my family from Thief River Falls, same exact thing. What? That's <laughs> exactly. Right. Are you kidding me? Well, that's how, Are you sure that's we're not the water related? Up there. I, I, I put nothing past anyone in that part of the state. <laughs> it is a small state. I it, it really is. It's amazing. You know, it's Miss Minnesota. I have the opportunity to travel the state, right. which is absolutely phenomenal. And I find, you know, being from a small town up north, it's amazing how many small world connections I've made. Oh, yeah. I've made connections with people. And, for example, when I went to Miss America, there was some gentleman that had said, oh, my grandmother was born in Long Prairie. And I was like, are you kidding me? My great-grandmother was born there. Found out they were neighbors. Can you, at Miss oh, of course America, they were. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Everywhere I go, I, I manage to make a small connection with somebody. And I think that is so amazing. And that's what's so powerful about this crown. And, and, and you should know this is coming. I've got connections in Long Prairie, too. What? <laughs> My grandfather's brother had a I'm going to go take a break. You two are you just kidding? Talk There's a photo of him yeah. back in the early 1900s with this little kid oh standing there machine shop. And that kid was Charles Lindbergh. Really? <laughs> it's just, oh, it's my just... goodness. See, my, my whole, the Drevlo family is from Long Prairie. Oh, wow. And so uh, there's actually a homestead where, you know, the Drevlo family initially, they immigrated and then they settled there. And it's amazing that just, you know, all the history that's in that town. So anytime I go back, they always get excited because they're like, you're a Drevlo and like you pretty much own <laughs> half this town. <laughs> wow. So it's amazing. I've so, joked yeah. about it. I've joked, except it's not a joke. In the 30 odd years I've lived in the Twin Cities, every time I meet someone from North Dakota, right. but also 
also, to some extent, western Minnesota, East Dakota, we call it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which State Forever Falls True. really is. Let's no, be it honest. really is. It really right. is. I cannot go th- more than 30 seconds without having some mutual acquaintance. Yep. And it doesn't matter what part of the state, what age bracket they're in. doesn't matter yep. who they are, where they come from. Uh, there will always be some mutual acquaintance. And it's turning out to be sort of almost true here, too, <laughs> as well. Well, that's pretty good. You know, if I'm associated with you, that's probably a good thing. There's, <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that here. <laughs> and Brianna, of course, Brianna mentioned she was a, a pianist. She actually yes. was one of the preliminary talent winners at Miss America. So, really? Uh, really? yeah, this I'm, is, this is big time. You. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. That is... My mom, my mom put me in piano lessons when I was three years old to keep me out of trouble. That's what she said. <laughs> at three years old already? She, yeah. she saw that coming for oh, you. That's well, a see, I just wanted something to do. And see, I was so adamant on being active. And so she thought maybe piano would be a good thing for me. And, and that you could do it much worse. And if you are, exactly. and believe, and I've raised a couple three-year-olds, so I know they think I'm in trouble. <laughs> and, well, and the piano is a fine idea for that age. Yeah. And, of course, uh, you know, they, she's got a few more siblings that are also musically inclined. But all, all 11 of them. Uh, they they all their first names all begin with B R. Somehow not a Bradley in the bunch. No, I, I, I can't believe that. Well, you're the honorary one. I guess. Yeah. yeah there you go. I got that going for me. So which it is just nice. works. So, yeah. what, what you, so, so you, you're your pianist. What did you play at uh, for your talent competition? I played Rhapsody in Blue by George Gershwin, which oh, is actually so my mom's favorite piece. And really? So yes, um, and it also was a really great use of my degree. So at school, I'm earning a master's in music from Bowling okay. Green State University in Ohio. But okay. I graduated from Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota, ah. with a degree in composition. So I actually write music. Oh, that's really? my that's my primary. I know. Interestingly Next, enough, another album, Mitchburg. I think. Yeah, I know. There, right? there, long story here. We'll we'll come back maybe during the break. We'll touch on that. We'll have yeah. to get you into the network here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because so. boy, does my band need a keyboard player. Anyway, hey, we'll, you we'll come what? back. I, to... <laughs> you, co- you count me right in. <laughs> that's right. So so what's what's we're, we're coming up on? Can we keep you for another segment? Oh, absolutely. I know you're just getting warmed up here. Ah, no, uh, I'm staying cool out here. I don't know about you. It's so chilly out here no. on the ice. That's absolutely. Well, this is great. So we, we, we've got another segment coming up here. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. Uh, so, so Brianna, thanks for stopping by. Miss Minnesota, Brianna, Brianna Dreflo. I hope I pronounced that right. Yes, you Close did. Close Thank you, God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, Mitch, if you hadn't. I My mean, worst that's... nightmare, of course, Brad like, marinades himself in pageantry all year round. He's, he's the pageant guy. And I, just I know, complete... and he's the best pageant guy. That's the oh, best. He is. Oh, my gosh. Totally oh, he's great. He's, 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 even more than sports radio, he was born to do pageants. <laughs> and, and I just think, please. It's amazing God, how that happened. Don't give us another finish, Miss Minnesota. Minnesota. No one, no, no one, no one finished last night. That's all I ask. <laughs> Northern Alliance Radio Network live at Holes for Heroes. Brought to you, by the way, by Snelling Heating uh, and Air Conditioning in St. Paul. Phil Krinky will be joining us shortly here. Oh yeah, that's right. We'll be back. Go nowhere, Twin Cities and World. We'll be right back. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me Sundays for the Justice Hour. We'll talk politics, Israel, and the law with prominent newsmakers. The Justice Hour, Sundays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Parker Daniels Keyboard, wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. 
Snelling Heating brings you Narn hosts Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson for a live broadcast from Holes for Heroes on Medicine Lake in Plymouth on January 27th and White Bear Bear Lake on February 3rd. Holes for Heroes is an ice fishing contest designed to honor our military both at home and abroad. See Mitch and Brad on the ice for Holes for Heroes January 27th and February 3rd from 1 to 3 p.m. Google Holes for Heroes for location details. Broadcast brought to you by Snelling Heating online at snellingcompany.com. Message and data rates may apply. I care about the food I put into my body. I care about trying new things. I care about having time for what I love. I care about protecting my dietary restrictions without compromising taste. At Green Chef, we care too. So we offer deliciously nourishing meal kits for every lifestyle. Paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegetarian, vegan, carnivore, and omnivore. All packed with organic ingredients. We care about embracing the adventure that is life. So we offer innovative chef-crafted recipes that will enliven your cooking skills and let you explore flavors from around the world. We care about making time for what you love. So we do the shopping and most of the prep for you and deliver it all to your door. Dinner's ready in about 30 minutes. And we care about making it easy for you to try Green Chef meal kits. So we have something still for you. But discover our exclusive introductory deal by texting the keyword JOY11 to 543-543. That's JOY11 to 543-543. J-O-Y-11 to 543-543. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely... You're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for a church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. This is AM. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.